0: HD SmartCast. You are listening to a Mint Production brought to you by HT Smartcast. As the mutual fund industry continues to grow consistently on the back of heightened interest from retail investors, it has also opened up lucrative career opportunities for those looking to build a career in the capital markets. A quick search on job portals for careers in mutual funds will give you an extensive list of openings in asset management companies. So which role is the best suited for you? What are the ac- academic qualifications required to become a fund manager? Do sale executives and mutual fund houses require additional skills? In today's episode, I'll get answer to all these questions for you. Hello everyone and welcome back to Why Not Mint Money. I'm Shipra from Mint's personal finance team. To start with, I have invited a 23-year-old Mumbai resident who works as a research analyst in a small size AMC. This person did not want to be identified so I will not reveal his name or employer's details, and with his permission, I will address him with a pseudonym. He was enrolled in the CA program, and after completing three years of articleship from a CA firm, he dropped out to pursue his interest in investment research. But without a CA qualification, how did he get hired? Let's hear from him.
1: Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey
0: hi welcome to why not mint money uh, so just one thing for the purpose of addressing is it all right if we call you akash uh
2: yes absolutely
0: okay great uh so akash why don't you tell us a little about your qualifications and how did you end up getting a job in an amc as a research analyst
2: Yeah, so I graduated from the commerce background in 2020 and along with my graduation, I was also pursuing my chartered accountancy course. As I uh, got cleared from the two levels, that is uh, CA intermediate, my interest in audit and taxation uh, took a toll. So I decided what to pursue as a career option in 2018 and 19, uh, somewhere between that. I was just searching uh, like for any other career option and the stock markets like like my stock markets caught my eyes like so so I started researching about it like uh, what do you need like the skill sets and all and like that I was along with basically I was still preparing for my CA finals and uh, alongside with that uh, I used to study markets in evening and on weekends basically right
0: so you eventually you dropped out of the CA program
2: uh, yes I eventually dropped out of the CA program
0: so from what I understand Akash uh AMCs, your major fund houses, they also prefer CAs, uh, you know, in different roles in the AMCs. So, why not continue with CA and, you know, uh, try to look for a job in, in an AMC or a, or a PMS?
2: Uh, yes, actually, uh, that is what everyone uh, around me told uh, uh, that only one level is uh, uh, left for my CA, uh, uh, clearing CA, so why not do it? But uh, my uh, interest uh, took a very hard toll in audit and taxation, and uh, it was uh, it was basically uh, next to impossible to sit uh, sit and continue with the CEA. So I started uh, to uh, find uh, uh, find a job in equity research department, uh, and I along alongside with uh, once I get uh, and once I uh, got the job, I started with, with a CA, uh, CFA curriculum. That is started financial analyst certification
0: oh, okay. so now you're uh, now you're pursuing CFA uh, program
2: uh, yes yes i have attended uh, cfa level 1 uh, in this uh, in this december 2022
0: oh great i wish you all the best for your results by the way <laughs> so uh, so akash uh, so when you started job hunting in uh, equity research uh, you had already dro- dropped out a ca so what helped you get uh, you know recruited uh,
2: See the CA background uh, gave me a strong fundamental knowledge on the accounting and uh, financial statement uh, wise like a CA who uh, like a CA curriculum digs deep into accounts uh, uh, and financial statements so I got a a great hold of that so alongside with that I used to like sit and analyze business on myself and uh, write reports on something like that on the the business I uh, feel interested in. So I documented all this stuff, and along with my CV, I used to send uh, equity research report and few valuation models uh, to the senior analysts and fund managers, like okay. a cold email.
0: So Akash, as you mentioned that uh, you had already built a portfolio of stock research and reports. So did you do you think that when you were job hunting, sending this portfolio to across to AMCs helped you get recruited?
2: Uh, uh, yes, these research reports and valuation models, which I sent along with my CV, helped. Uh, but also, my semi-qualified degree helped a lot because uh, uh, CA, uh, CA, uh, the CA course gave me a good hold on the financial statements and uh, accounting framework. Uh, accounting framework, and uh, on my own, I used to uh, just analyze the business and and, uh, and used to write uh, about uh, about it. Uh, so, uh, so yes, this. Uh, uh, this technique uh, uh, which is uh, sending the research reports and evaluation models uh, along with the cv defini- uh, definitely helped me a lot
0: you're working in equity or fixed income uh
2: actually for now i'm working in both but more on the equity front
0: right and do you see yourself uh you know building a career uh, in the mf industry for the long term
2: uh I can't say in the MF industry for the long term, but definitely in the fund management space. It either may be a PMS, EIF, uh, Family Office or Mutual Fund service.
0: Oh, right. That's quite wonderful. Do you see yourself becoming a fund manager one day?
2: <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely, one day. Wow, that's great.
0: For the next part, I have invited HR head of Eaglewise AMC, Manoj Chaudhary to understand in detail how one can get a job in a mutual fund company. Hi Manoj, welcome to Why Not Mint Money.
1: Thank you, Shipra. Pleasure to be here.
0: So, Manoj, when we talk about a mutual fund, probably the first thing that comes to mind is investment research. So, first things first, uh, for somebody Mm who is looking to get hired in an analyst role, what are the academic qualifications that you typically look for?
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, generally for investment roles, uh, uh, people with uh, MBA background, uh, even CAs, Uh, And uh, normally you would see like uh, along with that people even go for uh, certifications like CFA to build a solid foundation and understanding in terms of financial markets, how they work. Uh, Also parallelly uh, what we see today is uh, a lot of people start uh, building their own portfolios, uh, start working on particular stocks, build their case studies and even present them along with their candidature. And which certainly gives them an added advantage when we look at uh, multiple
0: applications. Right, right. And uh, do you also consider candidates from non-finance backgrounds for research roles?
1: Uh, sometimes we do. Uh, people who have genuine interest in investments. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and as I said, like sometimes you'll see people who are uh, working on markets, uh, following markets, uh, building their own portfolios. And sometimes they are not from uh, say not don't have a regular qualification like mb uh, but you will find them like in fact i will tell you like if you go through investment industry uh, you will see even people from army background uh, holding senior positions out there
0: right 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 so um what is the more common method of hiring in AMC's? is it through college placements or job search sites
1: mm-hmm. Uh, for investments, per se, if I have to speak about, uh, it's a very niche hiring, right? Uh, so uh, where we look at a pool of candidates. Uh, when you are looking at entry-level jobs, uh, generally we look at uh, going to B schools, uh, uh, taking people for internships, uh, looking at how they perform in their projects, so where we get to see them in action for two months, and then rolling out pre-placement offers to them. So entry-level, uh, yes, mostly it is through campus. Uh, Later, uh, it's mainly like where we look at like what kind of pool we want to approach to, so even uh, mapping in terms of what kind of organizations we want to hire from, uh, what kind of uh, investment philosophy uh, we are looking at, like even like, so if you see different uh, fund houses or different institutions, follow a particular mm-hmm. kind of investment philosophy and investment process. So sometimes we even go into that, like what kind of grooming the person might have gone through and yes. whether that's a fit in terms of what we are trying to build. And uh, it's, it, it did not be always like matching. Sometimes you want to bring in the diversity of thought as well. So you might want to bring somebody from an institution, right. which follows a different uh, investment philosopher investment process altogether.
0: Okay. So apart from investment research, Manoj, what are the other, um, uh, you know, departments in which most hiring is happening right now? And what are the qualifications and skills that you look for in these roles?
1: Uh, sales uh, is uh, typically uh, where a lot of hiring happens uh, uh, in, in mutual fund uh, industry. Uh, within sales, if you see, uh, uh, so typical sales structure would be you will have a uh, business development or key relationship team. This is a small team which looks at forming new partnerships, impelling new partners, right. and uh, ins- uh, and basically impelling our products with them. Uh, apart from that, you will have a retail sales team. Uh, uh, retail sales team generally uh, uh, approaches mutual fund uh, distributors uh, or IFAs how they are called uh, there's a separate banking channel which uh, which which looks at uh, uh, selling products in the uh, banking channel right. uh, you will have ND and uh, private wealth right a lot of wealth management firms also sell mutual funds so you will have uh, sales team which is approaching these wealth management outfits to sell our products uh, there's a separate team which is uh, institutional sales which looks at uh, selling through corporates uh, family offices, uh, across all these if you see uh, uh, you will have typically an hierarchy which is uh, you will have individual contributors who grow into people managers and then grow into leadership positions when I say leadership which means you are either heading a particular segment or channel or you are heading a geography which can be in form of a region or a zone right uh, to get into sales uh, qualification wise uh, uh, again uh, uh, postgraduates uh, are preferred which is your MBA MCOM Hmm. Uh, Again, out here you will see uh, people who want to build a career uh, uh, in financial services, especially into sales, will start enrolling for certifications like CFP, Uh, there are courses in NISM in terms of teaching the basics of mutual fund, how exactly the operations in mutual fund work,
0: Uh, that helps. Are any of these courses mandatory or uh, is it up to the candidate?
1: Uh, uh, So, to sell in any mutual fund, you need to have an ISM certification. That is a mandatory certification, uh, which is there. So, if you're facing customer working uh, in any mutual fund house or AMC, Hmm. you are required to have an ISM certification. That's a compulsory certification. So, the moment, for example, and and this certification, again, if you see, it's an expiry date as well. uh, The moment your certificate expires, you're supposed to again, uh, again, again enroll for the certificate, pass your exam, and then only you can sell the product. So, that's a mandatory requirement. uh, Just to ensure that there is no misselling selling or selling, uh, which is led by, uh, like, so basically ensure that you're selling the right product to the uh, customer, the right pitch is there.
0: Right, right. So you have mentioned a lot of re- uh, roles within sales. Uh, mm-hmm. So when you're hiring for these different roles, uh, do key requirements in terms of qualification and skills also vary? Or is it the same?
1: Uh, generally, if you see, as I said, uh, uh, qualification wise it's same but normally what we uh, check in the hiring process is uh, the attitude I think uh, attitude passion hunger uh, it's it's very very important Uh, again uh, understanding like if you see like earlier it used to be more of an like if you're good at building relationships maybe you'll get into sales role Hmm. but now along with uh, relationship building uh, uh, I think it's important like can you look at data can you strategically filter through data and, uh, and define your day for you like what kind of you're going to target what basis like basis data insights can you plan your sales strategy so that is that becomes important uh, again financial services it's very important to understand the product so do you, right. you have that basic understanding of products where which is where i mentioned like people who have genuine interest normally enroll for certifications as well uh even if like once you join uh, the organization uh, there is a lot of focus uh, in terms of training people uh, around product uh, around processes. Okay. Uh, again, uh, idea is to ensure that uh, mutual fund, if you see, uh, ultimately you're reaching out to, uh, to retail customers, right, who are investing their money uh, for certain goals, which can be uh, like uh, uh, education loan for the, kid, for the children uh, or uh, like maybe a marriage of children. So, these are very uh, goals, uh, which are very, very important for the individual. So, you want to ensure that nothing goes wrong. And right. That's where sales team is, is very much important in terms of ensuring that right product is pitched, bases the need of the customer. And that's where I think the industry and regulators uh, endeavours are to ensure, like all the certification which I mentioned mandate is to ensure mm-hmm. that your sales team is uh, equipped to pitch the product, right product as per the need of the
0: customer. Right. So out of the total workforce, how huge is the sales uh, team in an AMC typically?
1: Uh, I would say depending on size and scale, you would, you can say around 40 to 60% would be sales. Oh, wow. That's
0: amazing. <laughs> so apart from sales, uh, what are some other key roles, uh, some emerging roles in AMC? Because, you know, a lot of digitization has been happening in the past few years. So are there any emerging mm-hmm. roles in AMCs where hiring is happening right now?
1: Uh, product, I think, is an, again an important role uh, in, from an AMC perspective. Uh, uh these are people who design the product to study market, study what the needs, the trends are, and basis that they develop new product, uh, which is an important, a lot of people from product move into investments as well. Right. Uh, Post-COVID, uh, there's a lot, uh, entire digital wave which is out there, a lot of adoption of technology has happened when it comes to distributors or uh, uh, even the end investor. Uh, so uh, now you see uh, technology and digital picking uh, big time uh, from a hiring perspective. Right. Uh, digital in terms of defining uh, what the need is, how the experience should look like, what features the product should have uh, from a digital interface perspective, uh, technology basically executes that. So, so a lot of uh, like a lot of roles on technology and digital are what I'm seeing uh, new these days. Uh, apart from that, you'll have regular uh, your uh, roles uh, which are enterprise roles, uh, which hmm. will be your. You'll have finance team. Uh, you will have uh, operations team uh, there is an uh, customer service team which is there uh, which ensures all the documentation uh, handling customer queries uh, you will have compliance team which ensures that uh, uh, everything uh, is as per the uh, uh, as per the defined regulations by sebi uh, right uh, compliance is supported by governance and legal team uh, you will have hr function so Lot of inter, uh, regular enterprise function, which will be there in any organization, are also there in AMC industry.
0: Right. So, talk a little to talk a little more about product. Uh, what are the qualifications <laughs> you look for when you're hiring people in the product roles, product development roles?
1: Uh it would be same. Like, so you'll have MBAs, CAs, MCom coming in. Uh, again, uh, I've seen people enrolling for their CFAs along with it. So, okay. generally, uh, across roles, if you see, typically we'll see post-graduates coming in, in AMC industry. Uh-huh.
0: Right, right. Uh, so, Manoj, what I keep hearing is that almost for all the roles that you know an AMC hires for, CFA is is the common qualification. So, CFA, do they have an edge over other candidates, uh, or do they you know play a bigger role? How is it?
1: Uh, CFA builds your uh, foundation, right? Uh, so, when a person is coming with the CFA qualification, it shows that the person is already having... Ge- because that's a uh, data point which you have in front of you. That person has interest in financial markets. That's why he is going for the certification. is okay. a, a regular MBA. So, so, that's an insight which we get. And that's where you'll see like CFA is generally getting preference. Again, uh, the course in itself, it has its own rigor. Uh, the entire curriculum, the way CFA program is built, I think it's a fantastic program. So, somebody who has gone through their entire rigour, obviously gives us the confidence that this person is qualified to do the job. And again, learning curve for that person once he joins the organisation would be much, much more less compared to somebody who is just an MP.
0: Right. So CFA candidates get hired once they clear the first or the second level or do you wait for all the three levels to be cleared and then they get hired?
1: No, I think uh, even uh, somebody who has uh, passed level 1 gives us the confidence that the person uh, wants to pursue a career in the financial markets. And sometimes people, uh, level 1, they they join the organization and then they clear level 1, level 3. Okay, sure.
0: Okay, so in the last one year, Manoj, uh, SEBI has tightened regulations around governance, risk and compliance. So in line Mm -hmm. with that, has there been a lot of hiring in risk management and compliance? Is there churn in these uh, departments or no?
1: So, one of the best part, if you see, about AMC industry, it's in a very well-defined industry in terms of uh, processes, in terms of uh, what should be done, what can't be done. And that keeps this industry uh, very clean, if you see. And as a professional, like you would like to work in such an industry where everything is well-defined and starting uh, from the beginning if you see sebi has uh, sebi's endeavor has always always been a red line uh, now what has happened uh, recently is that uh, around risk there's a detailed circular which has come just hmm. to strengthen the risk entire risk framework uh, from an amc perspective so that's where because there's an entire circular out there uh, risk team always used to exist within amcs uh, but now the way the framework has been detailed out Uh, organizations are looking at adding to their risk team just to ensure that uh, from a risk standpoint, uh, there is nothing which goes wrong. And again, if you see, as I mentioned earlier, it's very, very important to have uh, processes and practices which ensures that uh, nothing goes wrong with the money which has been invested by somebody with a certain aspiration or certain dream in mind.
0: That's right. So, for such a role, your company company secretary and a CA would qualify, or do you? I mean, do you need additional certifications?
1: Uh so for risk roles, uh, uh, company secretary is not uh, mandatory, uh, but generally, you will see like people who have uh, certifications uh, like uh, FRM is there, right? Uh, right. Then you have uh, there there are, like uh, multiple institutes which run uh, separate courses on uh, risk, right? And then touching upon upon different aspects of risk, whether it is investment risk, operation risk, uh, when right. it comes to fraud, when it comes to cybersecurity, that is there. Uh, again, uh, for risk professional, again, I would say this is a certain uh, different uh, kind of DNA which you look at, right? Uh, where the person has that uh, DNA of uh, checking everything out there, right? Uh, will have eye for detail. So, a lot of these softer aspects are again equally important along with uh, the uh, understanding of the overall risk.
0: That's right. Okay, so, uh, One last question on the marketing role. So, a lot of digital marketing roles have been coming up across all the industries. And I'm sure that's the case with AMCs also. So, Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of hiring is happening in digital marketing?
1: Uh, uh, Digital marketing, again, the role has uh, picked up uh, in post-COVID era. And again, if you see a lot of sales, uh, actual sales happening through online now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so digital marketing looks at the entire piece like how to drive that sales through uh, the various online properties which we have or through the online channel which we have uh, so that's where you see and again uh, digital marketing professionals uh, will be uh, pro in terms of uh, uh, like SEO they would be pro at right uh, they would uh, in terms of running campaigns which eventually leads into sales is there Uh a lot of uh, digital marketing endeavors also focus in terms of uh, building the investor awareness as well, right? right so it's right. not only about selling, but it, it is mainly to ensure that a uh, lot of awareness around the product is built, and that eventually leads into sales.
0: Right. So a major chunk of this uh, this role is outsourced to agencies, or is it in house?
1: Uh, will vary from uh, uh, I think uh, fund house to fund house. Uh, but you will have an in-house team for sure, which will which will look at the design, which will look at the strategy, and uh, execution might happen in-house or might happen uh, through agencies outside.
0: Right, right. Okay, so Manoj, to wrap it up, let's you know let's discuss the team size of each of these key roles that we've discussed so far, so that our listeners get an idea of, uh, you know, typically what kind of uh, openings would there be in different departments. So start. Let's start with investment research. Uh, Say a midsize or a big AMC. Uh, how many research analysts will they have? You know that will be working alongside a fund manager.
1: So again, it will depend, as you said, it will depend on the size and scale of the player. Uh, right. But generally, uh, research analysts, like typically, a fund manager would be supported by anywhere between two to uh, I would say maybe five or six research analysts. And again, it is not like one-to-one mapping. Uh, sometimes we'll have a pool of research analysts supporting the entire fund management team, which can be, say, a team of uh, three to five fund managers. Oh, okay.
0: right. And
1: research analysts, again, across will be across the... So, they like, you'll we'll have some research uh, analysts who are just new entrants in the industry. So, I'm saying zero to five-year range. You'll have experienced analysts as well, which can be annual between five to 15 years. Right, right.
0: And is this for a small AMC or a or a big large AMC?
1: I'm talking mainly from a mid-sized one, large AMC.
0: Right. And what about the other uh, smaller roles of risk management and your uh, compliance uh, product?
1: Uh, yeah. So again, uh, will depend, but uh, generally you can say uh, you will have anywhere between uh, five to uh, maybe an uh, fifteen to twenty uh, kind of team size
0: right
1: right okay investor service uh, will be a larger function your uh, operations would be uh, large team, uh, again depending on the volume they're handling uh, investor service like for example every branch would have a customer service representative who will who is catering to the customers on ground right you'll we'll have uh, online team also which uh, call center teams uh, which will support uh, in terms of answering customer queries which are coming on call uh, so, investor service is a big function. Uh, operations, again, depending on the scale and volume, is a large team. Right. Uh, enter rest of the teams like your finance, HR, uh, compliance. risk could be anywhere between five to uh, twenty twenty-five.
0: Right. Okay. All right. So that uh, brings us to the end of uh, today's episode. I hope this uh, conversation is useful to people who are looking to make a career in the MF industry. Uh, thanks a lot for your time, Manoj. Thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much, Shipra. It was wonderful interacting with you. Thank you for that.
0: That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sarath and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode.